Why, hello! We're the Sticky Bum Boys. I'm David. And I can only wish I was too. Welcome back to the podcast. It's all changed for the Traitors US. With Cody gone, the Traitors have recruited. Very dramatic. Plus, there's an absolutely gross task. And then one of the most tense round tables I think we have ever seen. There's so much to talk about. Let's get into it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, so this is a dramatic. There is a lot to get into. Yeah, we're not just going in looking at pictures of Cody on the internet in this episode. I really enjoyed last week's episode predominantly for the for what was in my search history afterwards, which is now Michael's background to his laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Not just my laptop; it's on my it's on my watch, it's on my phone. I've printed them off and they're framed over my bed. He's actually got you know one of those really annoying picture frames that cycle through photos. It's all just Cody and dog traps. (laughs) Ah, stunning. Anyway, on to this one. So they recruited Michael. They recruited, although I was really annoyed by Ari in this situation. It was Ari that they recruited because he was like, oh, dithering over it. I'm just like, well, obviously, if you say no, you'll be murdered. So you have to say yes. You've got to say yes. And like in the UK, they changed it because they filmed the UK one after this one. But in the UK, when the person was recruited, it was like, say yes or die. And that made it much neater. Yeah, because Ari was doing this annoying dithering thing when it was obvious that he was going to join them. Yeah, and then Christine did that thing when he unhinged his jaw again like a serpent when Ari walked in because he was like, oh, "I didn't expect this at all." Well, you recruited him, and he was going to die otherwise. So of course he said yes. And then the genius that is Christian said, "Don't change. Just continue the same way." Yeah, because he's going to change because that would be the most surefire way to say <laughs> I am a traitor. Like he's not stupid like you, Christian. Oh, breakfast. Have you spotted before that there is a, a real fire? No. There is a real fire burning in the fireplace beneath all the picture frames. Ah. It's roasting hot. Why are they all wearing beanie hats and like shrugs and Rachel's wearing that tapestry the other week? <laughs> that is classy. This breakfast was hilarious because Kate came in first and then said, did I win? Because there was no one else there. <laughs> and then she asked if she could lock the door. <laughs> It would be quite funny when people knock. No. She is like reality competition gold, isn't she? I wonder if this season would have been the same without her. No, it would not have been. Uh, no. I guess if Brandy had stayed, Brandy might have been similar, I suppose. I just love that Kate just is running around going, traitors are greedy liars. <laughs> <laughs> but then Rachel gets defensive and it's like, it's a game, Kate. Which, to be fair to Rachel, it is. But then Andy's Ooh. eyes go like... Phoom. Yeah, it's not a good thing to say. That was, that was actually one of those things where Rachel's made a bit of an error. Because like you say, yeah, it's a fair enough thing to say. But it makes it seem like you're trying to make her feel guilty for being a traitor. Right, like... And Andy, like their eyes are properly then on burning through Rachel's head. And then 
Ari comes in and he's not a greedy liar, but he is a horrible liar. Like he has become stilted. It's like he's got a wooden stake right <laughs> up the back of his body. <laughs> it's funny because people said at the start, he's really been flying under the radar, haven't they? Like at the start, people said that because he won The Bachelor or something, and he had to be a bit sneaky. Like people were thinking that he was going to going out quite early, mm. but he's really flown under the radar but until now. now he just seems so, I don't know whether it's just because I know he's a traitor, but he looks so suspicious walking yeah. into that room. He looks so awkward, but they all walk into the room. So nobody's been murdered. Mm-hmm. So what would you, before anything else happens, you've just discovered they're all in the room. What would you think had happened? I would straightway think the person who has the shield had been attempted to be murdered and they got saved by the shield. Great. Because they start speculating that and I would completely agree. And I'm like, great, wonderful. The traitors are home safe. It's all grand. Then Christian is like, well, they tried to recruit me, but I said no. And everyone just kind of turns and looks at him like, what the fuck? And then Siri, her eyes are like, I'm going to murder you and your firstborn. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Siri, I think at this point, is tired of being surrounded by idiots. And what's worse about this is Cody did this two days ago and got eliminated because he went rogue. Yes. So why are these boys so short term? I think not just short term. I think Christian thinks he's clever. The problem with him is he thinks he's clever, thinks he's smart. Oh, you don't like him. No. And this, I mean, I in other episodes, I've talked about how stupid he is. This is like carrot on the cake. Carrot on the cake. Cherry this is on the, the cake. carrot on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> this is the carrot on the carrot cake. This is the... Ch- I'm so is smart. There, is there a more David <laughs> sentence that this is the carrot on the cake? This takes the Swede. <laughs> this is the carrot on the very homeal cake. <laughs> and this is the cherry on the cake. He's and just you've just such been slagging off Christine's, <laughs> Christian's <laughs> sense of intelligence. But he's such an idiot. Like, he did not have to say any of this. It's just brought everything on him. And if you're going to do it, at least act it well. Because his other problem is he's not very good at the acting. No. Unlike... Siri, who is just brilliant. But like hubris is coming. Like he, he's got too proud of himself. Like he's, it's a stupid thing to have done yeah. because recruitment wasn't even in their minds. Like Alan didn't mention it when Alan comes into the room. Like no one said recruitment apart from Christian, which is just wild to me. And like you say, there was a shield. He did not need to do it at all. And the shield had come out already. So like yeah. there was no need for it. He's just like, oh, I'm going to be smart. And he wasn't. <laughs> I um, like the fact that Stephanie has a really good, like disdainful face. I don't think she has any other kind of face, to be fair. Like, that's just the, the, the resting. She just has disdain RDF, to everybody. Resting disdain face. Elsewhere, Rachel and Kate continual bickering. Like they're like, how's the blood on your cloak from last night? Like they're kind of slagging off each other, pretending like they're both traitors. That's kind of nonsense. And they're playing into it now. I mean, they're sitting next to each other in breakfast. And Quentin, though, is beginning to be like, well, Rachel did this with Cody. And Cody was a traitor. Mm. So is the whole game plan that the traitors will always try to target each other and make it into a thing. So now Quentin's like, well, it's Rachel and Kate. To be fair, that's quite a smart thing to work out because, as we've said, with Kate and Rachel doing that, no one's actually ever voting them out. No. In a way, it's kind of, it's causing a distraction. A where, yeah, and it's just like, oh, these two, just leave them alone. Leave them to their messy fight. I'm so obsessed with the fact that Quentin is coming up with really brilliant strategies that really brilliant players would have put in place but no one's clever enough for that. No. Like nobody is clever enough for Quentin. Like genuinely. Apart from Siri and she does not want to hear But if Quentin and Siri were together as traitors, that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, definitely. But it's not going to happen. Then Siri goes and tells Rachel 
She does that kiss of death again, the Judas kiss. She goes and tells Rachel, people think it's you. And then Rachel spirals. She goes to Shelby. She goes to everybody around the room to be like, I'm a faithful, I'm a faithful. Do I have your vote? Do I have your vote? She goes to Andy. Like she starts falling apart. It's amazing. Which is once again, a clever thing for Sari because Rachel especially thinks she's got allies and friends. Mm. So with Sari just putting that little bit of doubt in there because she's quite, quite an anxious person, she is going over to these people who actually don't think it's her, who are actually quite... And she makes them think it's her. Yep. That's the whole... Ceri's game is pristine. And then Alan comes in and tells them they've got a task. If you go down to the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. They're going cruising. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's going to be there. Cody will be there in his truck strap. <laughs> no, this mission was all about the cabin. <sighs> this one was a good one, Michael. Yeah. They were split into two teams and they had to escape from the cabins within 30 minutes and there was $30,000 up for grabs. But they had to escape from them by going through different like spaces in the cabins where there were bugs and creepy crawlies being thrown at them and they had to get keys. And, and it was a small space. It wasn't one of those things like Oof. as bugs come, like because the bugs are being chucked down on them, you couldn't get away from them. So there was like the first section was there were two members of the team in one room which had like a sign saying brown equals that it was a hashtag white yeah, hashtag. equals hashtag why did stephanie call it a pound well i was thinking this do americans call a hashtag a pound but it's not a pound god culture's hard it is but they basically they had to work out like brown equals a number white equals number black and white or brown and white equals a number and they were and then the, rats and they were rats so that in the other team the other team were surrounded by rats and had to count the number of those color the, those colored rats to get the clue which would give them the numbers to be able to unlock the lock and get themselves out of that room yeah that was a very long way of explaining that very simple <laughs> situation well it's a it's a brilliant one to watch because everyone is freaking out the people who are in the Siri room, loses it, her mind yeah i mean there's bugs so many bugs coming down onto their heads and then the other group are stood with rats everywhere having to count the rats oh. i my favorite moment because andy really really, really is struggling. scared with the bugs and rachel is brilliant in this cabin uh, mission yeah and she at one point she's helping andy and she's just saying like i'll do it as she's like digging bugs out of her butt crack <laughs> and throwing them down on the floor Ooh. so she did take one for the team here i loved it when they were like brown equals pound because normally brown equals too many pounds too quickly <laughs> Doesn't it really? If you know what it I mean. Does. <laughs> and brown and white, it's like you and me. Um, but I, I really enjoyed this one. And then Christian was in the was in the team that was counting the rats, and he was like, I can hear the ladies screaming like they're being murdered to death, as opposed to being murdered <laughs> to what? Like he is dumb. <laughs> There he goes. <laughs> but Rachel looking after Andy made me feel quite tearful. Like I got quite like... Yeah, because the next thing, after doing all that, they went to another room and they have to stick their head into tanks to pick up dangly things with their teeth. And in each of these tanks, it's full of bugs or worms. And then Rachel does them all. All of them while Andy's having like a real breakdown, like a genuine yeah. breakdown. And like the way that Rachel was not blaming them, just like looking out for them. And it was just, for the first time, I really came around to Rachel. Yeah. And like... When they all got out of the challenge, because everyone made it through, I saw Andy having like this breakdown. My heart went out to them, but also the fact that Rachel was just like so supportive of them. Like it was so lovely to see. Imagine having a panic attack on a TV show. Oh, I could never. <laughs> could you do this challenge? I'm actually not too bad with those things. I, I wouldn't find that too bad, actually. Oh, I'd really struggle, I think. I loved Kate. Kate said, you know how people say what doesn't kill you will make you stronger? Well, I don't want to be any stronger. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, though? Kate 
she came alive in this she mission. She properly participated. She She's joined bra- in. Yeah, and it's like the hardest one, the most challenging, the most freaky, and she really went for I'm it. I'm obsessed with her. Like, I genuinely think I could be her friend. Yeah. Like, she just seems like so much fun. And, like, she's completely what you see is what you get. And you can have a right laugh, like a proper kiki with her. Like, I just think she's great. She would tell you if you were wearing the wrong outfit to go out of the house, she would tell you. I need that. Like, I'm ready <laughs> to be judged by her. I really loved her. So they did very well. The other team, not the Andy and Rachel team, won the timing, didn't they? So, Which something. had, yeah, all I remember is that guess who gets the shield again? Ari. Ari, and he was the last person into the room, the last one to open the yeah, box. Get, Come on, I, production team. I didn't see it until you said it last week, but now I definitely see it. Like, the producers are, I don't mind. I mean, also, it's just a bit funny. Why are they picking Ari every time? It doesn't even matter. Well, that's why they choose it for Ari, because oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, he's inconsequential at this point. Yeah. Okay, Michael, on to the round table. Now, this was drama. Why are you being drama. so sultry? Because <laughs> it was so dramatic. You tried to flirt it. with me. <laughs> you're also holding your mic like a corn on the cob, like you're going to bite it. <laughs> Am I? You'd be, you'd be holding it sideways like you're about to like get a kind of nosh down on it. Nosh down. <laughs> nosh. What a horrible sentence. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've got a bit of a numb bum sitting on this chair. It is quite a hard chair. Yeah. Michael is sprawled out on the bed and I'm sitting on a hard kitchen chair at the end of the I bed. I am sat like a delicate lady and that is my desk chair. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, when I used to live in the north, I had so much space for all these chairs. And then I moved down to London where I now have no space. I live in a cupboard. It's a lovely cupboard, but it is a cupboard. So all my kitchen chairs are now the chairs that are spread throughout the... This is actually a very nice chair as well. Especially the producer Alex is sat on the floor. <laughs> yeah, who genuinely is. is sat on the floor. We did offer him a chair to be clear. Yeah. So into the round table. I love the fact that normally we wait to see Kate and Rachel, you know, we're waiting till it actually comes to voting time to find out who they voted for each other. This time they just tell each other, yeah. I'm going to vote for you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the honesty. I thought Rachel was really antagonistic at this table. Like obviously Kate said she was going to vote for her, but then Rachel goes in the offensive immediately. And then like Andy gets like shouted at by Rachel saying Kate's manipulating you, Kate's manipulating you. I haven't seen Kate and Andy speak once. No. Like, at all. I think, though, it's from what you've said, she seems really, really rattled. Yeah. And I think it's the genius of Sari, like you said. Sari planted this thing. It's been going around in her head all day. And normally, I mean, Rachel is quite a dramatic person anyway. And this is just triggering. People are saying the littlest things. And she's going... She's going absolutely wild. Then she calls them all a bunch of fucking idiots. That's not going to make them not vote for you. Yeah, like, we had quite a few bleeps. Yeah, why are you acting version? like a bellend? Like, nobody's going to want to keep you in if you're slagging them all off. It makes no sense. It's kind of fascinating in a kind of gnawing off my own nails kind of way. Like, I I think I bit off every single nail on my hand and someone else's hand. Like, I was there was so much. It was so tense. Yeah, and then as they actually start doing the voting and people are voting for Rachel, every time someone votes, she just goes for she them. She starts attacking, like, vengeance. Like, she is at their throats. She is fuming. She is lashing out. It was wild. Wild to watch. I don't think you'd ever find a character on a British TV show act like this. No. And it got to the point where Quentin, then when he's voting for Rachel, says, I'm voting for you and I'm not sorry. And then basically calls out her ugly personality. It's amazing. Like, I, I don't believe this is her personality. I think it's just like a bad, like a beh- she's been rattled, like you say, and like a bad trait is coming out. Like when I get into social situations, I cry my eyes out. Like there's stuff that we all like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that she's a horrible person, but this behavior is Beyond the pale. Yeah, but then I wonder, because then it comes to Kate. I think Kate thinks she's a horrible person because she basically says, I'm voting for you, and if I'm incorrect, I'm okay with it because I find you really offensive. (laughs) It's honestly wild. And then she keeps being like, I'm being stabbed in the back. If anything, this is frontal stabbing. I know, frontal stabbing. And also, you're not stabbed in the back because three of them are traitors. They're meant to be doing it to you. It's wild to watch. And then obviously Rachel gets voted out. Six votes Rachel, two to Kate, which were Stephanie and Rachel. 
and then Rachel, when she's going, is still fuming. Then she chucks up the V's before she walks out. <laughs> it's almost as good as Brandy when she went, idiots! <laughs> <laughs> like equally, equally iconic. I'm happy that Rachel's gone, but she also was an icon in this And game. I feel robbed of Rachel discovering that Kate was a faithful. Mm. But rumour has it there is a reunion which we might have to watch and review because in that reunion, Kate is going to have the opportunity to come clean and it's going to be amazing. Oh, I can't wait for that. Isn't that, that going to be good? So after the round table, they suddenly start to go to Christian. So everyone's minds start shifting towards Christian. And in the words of Ari, and it's a problem we've all had at times in our lives, Christian's being too loose. So it's the end of the road for Rachel and it looks like Stephanie's finally on to Christian. I mean, finally. It couldn't have been more obvious the entire time, surely. But I'm very intrigued to see what happens to Kate now that Rachel's gone. I feel like she's been fueled by hatred for her this entire time. So it'll be interesting to see what comes next. Yes. At this point, I feel like Siri is sailing through, but anything can happen in this show. Right. On to the taste test. I've got yet another opinion which I want to throw out there. This time... It is that the best dipping soldiers for boiled eggs are made from hot cross buns spread with butter and marmite. I do not even know where to start with this one. We'll be back in a few. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello, it's us interrupting us to promote us. If you'd like to support us, you can join our Patreon. It's called our OnlyFans, and you will get this. Okay, I'll see you never then. Well, <laughs> you don't exist then. Well, like, goodbye forever. And a bit of this. Devin and Con will argue about where to put the cream. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of that. I don't want any part of me to be needed. Hey, what about this? This sounds like quite concerning. Do the police know about this? Well, the so, statute of limitations. It's weird being. It's weird being. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually know what's being put in there. Hopefully it was all really good stuff and now you want to join us. How much does it cost, David? It costs about the same price as a cup of coffee each month. Just have one less coffee and have loads of extra content over at patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys. <laughs> okay, come at me then. We're going to use hot crust buns and we're going to dip them into boiled eggs. No, because you know what? We just had that little bit of time. And now I'm thinking, yes. Yeah. The Marmite bit threw me just because I actually am not... You know this whole thing, Marmite, you love it or you hate it. For American people that don't know it, it's this sticky Vegemite. black pasty thing. Well, that's Australians. Do Americans have it at all? I don't know. Anyway, Marmite is a yeasty, salty thing that everyone always says. Their tagline is you either love it or you hate it. No, you're indifferent. I, yeah, I'm indifferent. I do actually. I like Twiglets, which is a snack with them on. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I'm not obsessed with. It. I don't put it on everything. I don't put but, it on everything. I like it with peanut butter as well. That's a nice thing. Hot cross buns though with egg would be really like, nice. It's slightly fruity, and then you put the salt on top with the marmite, and then you dip into the the yolk. We get the fat. Oh, yeah. What I'll say is, don't knock it till you haven't tried it. No, don't knock it if you haven't. Yeah, that don't, was right. Don't knock don't it. knock it till you haven't tried. It doesn't make sense. Don't, don't knock it till you tried have it. tried it. Yeah. So, God, words are hard today. We're struggling. But what I tend to do around Easter is I make a loaf of hot cross bun bread, if that makes sense. So I don't do the hot cross bun nonsense. I just make a loaf, like a fruity bread, basically. Fruity bread, fruity breeding, joke in there somewhere, can't be asked. But yeah, lovely bake. And do I get to stay not in jail? Well, there's two options here. Either you get to stay not in jail or I'm joining you in jail. Let's say neither of us are in jail. Cool. We're both perfect. The first question we have today is quick fires from Ruth. Uh, she says, hello, Michael and David. I love it when you're put on the spot and answer quick fire questions. So here are mine. A sticky bun or a cream filled horn? Mm, a sticky bun. Yeah. I actually don't like cream filled things. No, especially not those horns. Because they're like flaky pastry. It's not me. No, I don't want to be filled with cream. I'm rather a sticky bun. Thank you. Then you can lick your fingers. Lovely. Um, what do you think about most when you're on the toilet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably what I'm having for dinner, actually. Really? Which isn't probably a very nice thing with the smell, but yeah. The smell? But if I'm on the toilet, what are you doing on the toilet? Well, I'm I doing... don't smell that bad. Do I smell? Doing a shit. Well, yeah. Yeah, it smells quite bad. It's a familiar dinner memory for David. He gets that smell. <laughs> We're going to keep that in. That was from the producer of Alex. It's a familiar dinner smell. <laughs> I do not actually eat it for a meal. I've just tasted it once. Hmm, like, this reminds me. Anyway, this is quick fire. Quick fire. <laughs> what do I think about? I think about TikTok. I just tend to be on TikTok on the toilet. TikTok toilet time. Oh, you go on your phone. Yeah, do you not have your phone? Sometimes, but often not. Often people have books next to their toilet. 
And they're, mm. they're, they're kind of like toilet books, which are just like, you'll read a couple pages at a time. But I don't really want to read a book because then I think about other people's poopy hands touching them, especially uh, yours. My friend read the whole of The Lord of the Rings on the toilet. In one sitting. Uh, yeah, sorry. He used to come with those, you know, when you're You would get hemorrhoids if you were on a toilet for that long, wouldn't you? There's not enough support in the middle. Well, you get that ring as well, like it really digs into your legs. Yeah. How are you sitting on that toilet? You like, have you like shimmied your way into the hole? Yeah, going down into it. Shimmied into your hole. Uh, have you ever unwrapped and rewrapped a gift with your name on? I've never done that. No, I don't think. I've definitely shaken a gift and things, but no, I've not done that. No, not me. Um, which person or corporation would you bankrupt if you had the chance? JK Rowling. Yeah, maybe Elon Musk as well. JK first. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which side of the armrest is yours when you're at the cinema? Right. It's mine. Oh, I literally went to the cinema last night. I would say left. Would you? We, that's what it is really confusing, I think. But on my bed, I sit and sleep on the right hand side. On my sofa, I sit and like rest on the right hand side. Yeah, I just think because a side plate is always on your left if you're sitting at a table. So therefore, because in the cinema, your armrest is for snacks mainly, I think the left is mine. My armrest mainly for my arm. I don't, I don't actually tend to do cinema snacks because I get anxious about the noise I make when I eat the snack. Popcorn? You don't have popcorn? popcorn. <laughs> what happened there? Do you know what? Popcorn. I went to the cinema yesterday. I was so annoyed because we were talking about the popcorn the whole of the way to the cinema and they only had salty and I am a salty sweet mix. So you are certainly that. I, um, I tend to, if I'm getting popcorn or anything, I'll get one that I can eat during the ads. I was going to say, you because you said that, I eat so fast. I've usually finished by the time the I, film I, started. I don't want anything left in my packet when the show, when the film begins, because I don't want to crunch in a bad moment. Crunch? Oh my goodness. I had peanut M&Ms yesterday because there wasn't any popcorn. I was rustling that bag through the whole film. I would have been furious. Absolutely livid. But you might, cine- I might even have tutted. The cinema I go to, it's this community one. It's a really good one. But they also have this like food hall of these cool independent oh, that's places. Cool. Yeah, yeah. This woman came into the cinema with a full on Japanese meal. Work. I know. I wish I'd seen that. As long that. as it was finished before the film started, that would have been absolutely fine. Uh, we're not doing very well at quick fire, are we? How many pairs of underwear do you own? I actually don't have many. I probably need about eight. I'm really bad at waiting until I really need underwear and then buy the next one. Yeah, I, I think I probably have more than that. I probably have about a two weeks worth, I'd imagine. I had a friend at uni had so many because he just didn't like doing washing. Mm, not including jock straps, of course. Uh, so Justin then says, I love the podcast and love that it's fun, but with a serious side. Oh, it's like the salty and sweet side. Uh, I'm young and queer and really value advice and experience from the older queens. That's you. Wait, this uh, isn't, he's not talking to actually reference to us or other people writing in. I think he's referencing you being an old queen. That's what I'm, I'm not old for this. Yeah. I wonder how young Justin is. I don't know. My question is about rainbow products. Since I'm out and proud, I love wearing pride-themed clothes and accessories, and most of these are based on the classic rainbow flag. Recently, a new flag has been introduced, which is a lot more inclusive, and there are lots of flags and colours representing all kinds of queer identities and intersections. Should I avoid wearing my classic rainbow flag clothes? Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how you read punctuation (laughs) for a podcast. You You wanted the clothes? Clothes? Question mark? I don't think so. No. I would like maybe add more elements which have the progress pride flag in them. I've wondered this as well, though, in terms of, because I also quite like the idea of wearing, because there is so many different flags now yeah. for like intersex and bi and things like, I wish I had more clothes that did have those colours. But the the progress pride flag, and I mean the one that also has the intersex yellow um, bit in the middle of the triangle. Oh, that one, because I was thinking, cause the thing is to keep on, they've added things at different times, haven't they? Because they've got the the triangular bits that have pride. Uh, so have... basically it was a traditional rainbow flag and then you had black and brown to represent those for black people and 
apparently all brown people are being lumped together, but sure, we're doing that. And then we've got light blue, pink, and white for trans people. Yeah. And then we've got like a yellow bit with a purple bit in the middle of it, and that's for intersex people. The additions of the people of color and the trans communities and the intersex community into that arrow bit is they are already included in the big normal rainbow, but it's to highlight the fact that they are even more underrepresented in that rainbow community. So it's not saying it's one or the other. It's saying we exist in this rainbow, but we often get neglected. So we're going to make sure you absolutely can see us. And it's a statement of we we exist and we're here. Well, thank you, Justin, for asking this question because I have just learned something because I presumed when those bits were added in, I don't think I'd looked enough about the history of the the normal rainbow flag. Also, I didn't realise that the yellow bit was insects. Yellow with a purple circle in it. Yeah. Ah, I went to a talk the other year and it was really interesting because with intersex people, because people always talk about that. One of the big arguments about the trans debate is like, oh, like the debate, they exist, the end. Yeah. People always say, oh, people are biologically male or female. Well, no, intersex people aren't. And actually, the percentage of intersex people in society in the UK is the same percentage as people who are redheaded. And that's the point. The whole point is these people exist. They have always existed. But we need to remember that they exist because they get washed away in sight of this this, the white gay man which is all you see um really or the white lesbian that's all you see of them as well no one disabled or anything like that so it's about trying to make people remember that the rainbow community is made up of loads of different people not just gay people so in terms of your clothing i don't think you need to change your clothing but just kind of mix it up and add some more bits i think at the moment it is really quite progressive with people recognizing a bit more yeah and so yeah try and celebrate that as well and like have rainbow stuff but then perhaps also have this like trans pride colored stuff and asexual pride stuff and also i would probably say your actions will speak louder than your clothes so yeah activism speaks more than wearing a t-shirt although wearing a t-shirt is also great yeah and allyship is really good as well you don't always just have to put forward the point of view from your own area of a community like allyship is really powerful it's so much more fun listening than talking he says doing a podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next person is Anonymous. So I used to have this friend with benefits and he wanted to see if we could be something more. I wasn't really bothered either way, but one night he decided to be romantic and set the mood by lighting some candles. Oh, cute. The Yankee candles. Oh, less cute. Didn't really do it for me, <laughs> but he was trying to be cute. So I went along with it. Anyway, I was riding the pony, so to speak, and I was getting really into it. It's all about the curve. So obviously my eyes are closed. Sure. I was really close to finishing, but I wasn't counting down like the person who wrote in last week. Oh, this is an old one. And he suddenly yelled out, oh shit. I assumed he'd reached the end of his own personal countdown, so kept riding, but he grabbed me by the waist and threw me off the bed onto the floor. I couldn't work out what had happened, but as soon as I turned around, all I could see was a wall of fire. Basically, in our excitement, he'd kicked the curtain onto a candle with a flailing foot and it had caught fire scarily fast. Luckily... He managed to put it out, but it definitely killed the mood. <laughs> it would, wouldn't I it? I imagine it would, yeah. <laughs> unless unless firefighters were called, in which case that might like change the mood. I just love the fact that this person thinks someone's saying, oh shit, is them coming to their conclusion <laughs> of sexual desire. Like, really? You wouldn't shout, oh shit? I don't think that, no. Unless like he didn't want it to, or they didn't want it to. Oh yeah, or maybe they'd shut themselves. Maybe this, David, can you please get your mind out of the arsehole? <laughs> the rectum this is perhaps where a countdown is helpful like that person did do you remember that person like way back in like the first couple of episodes that was doing the countdown (laughs) because then everyone would be on the same page yeah at all times we all know what's going on i I hope the curtain was put out the the curtain was put out but also 
Yankee Candle. I'm with you, Michael. Not a fan. No, it's not classy, is it? Do you know what I did recently? I splashed out on Liberty Candles. Oh, yeah. Now, for anyone that doesn't know, that is extremely bougie. Yeah, so Liberty is like Harrods-esque. How much, just tell them how much they cost. 50 pounds per candle. So like $60 per candle. And I got two. What smells were they? They're kind of slightly floral, but not too, I don't like really floral. It's kind of floral with some kind of like musky undertones candles in jars those kind of jarry ones are mm. so popular now but mm. the prices are going up well yeah i had a voucher which is why i was able to buy them but yeah they're lovely they're very nice i feel like a like a bougie woman when i like them <laughs> that's all we have time for this week thank you for joining us yes a big thank you to you and we want to hear from you so we've been being asked for merch for a wee while now and we are going to have a look at setting up a few lines to launch later this year it's all very exciting but we'd like to hear from you what would you like to see we've got some ideas maybe some hats or caps tea towels or hoodies or even just badges send in your ideas to stickybumboys at gmail.com along with any juicy gossip questions or stories and remember there's loads of extra bits over on our only plans at patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys we will see you next week bye 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 ready for the boring bit let's go the sticky bun boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with love productions the great british bake-off or any of its subsidiaries all views and opinions are our own the great british bake-off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders very professional david in one breath (laughs) we're all just having a bit of fun aren't we (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.